0: To the Mind for Life podcast. The Mind for Life podcast. Where your thinking can change your life. And now, here's your host, Jeff Bogazic. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Mind for Life podcast, where we help you to. Think, learn, and live a little bit better each day. My name is Jeff Bogazic and I will be your host for the next couple of minutes. And today we are continuing in our series on the 52 essential skills that you need for success in business and in life. And if you're interested in finding more about those skills, I want to encourage you to hop on over to www.mindforlife.org slash 054. Yes, that's right. That is the page That hosts the show notes for this program, which will include links to everything that we talk about here, as well as uh, links for how you can find out about these 52 skills and join us on this 2018 personal development journey. Each week we talk about one of the different skills we share information and content in our Facebook group. So if you'd like to join that, we would love to have you there as well. And then I kind of distill all of that information down and write one article and compose a podcast on each and every one. Really, it's a personal development journey for me as well. And I find that when I teach and when I talk and when I write, I learn just as much, if not more, than all of you. So I'm extremely excited about the opportunity to do this and I'm glad that you are listening along with us. Today we're going to be talking about authenticity. What does it mean to be an authentic person? I'm convinced that authenticity is a skill, or you might say a character trait or a quality that we all need in our lives. And the greater our authenticity, I believe the more it contributes to having a successful life. So what is authenticity? Think about this. When you think about people that you really, really like in your life, the people that you really like to be around What is it that they all have in common? What are the characteristics that the people you really enjoy being around in your life, what are the characteristics that they all seem to have? I don't know if you're like me, but I... I don't know. I don't want to say that I classify people particularly, but I think subconsciously there's people in my life that I think are jerks. and I don't want to have anything to do with them. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to talk to them. There's other people that I have to put up with, maybe simply because of the context or the environment of of my life or where I work or anything like that. You have to put up with people. Then there's other people that you get along with, okay, and everything's great, and and life is good. But there are a few special people that you just love to be around. You enjoy being around. And that's that group I want to talk about. I really believe that one of the qualities that all of the people, at least in my life, the people that I really, really love to be around, the people in my life in that last group one of the qualities that they all share is authenticity. They live authentic lives. Now, before I want to get into talking about what it means to be authentic, I want to kind of share with you something that I learned from a sociologist by the name of Irving Goffman. Um, he wrote about a perspective of looking at life through a theatrical metaphor. So he looked at life through a uh what the scholars have termed dramaturgical analysis. That's fancy that's a fancy word. But basically it's this. He looked at life as human beings acting on a stage. So as human beings, we go through life as actors playing various roles to different audiences. When we are at our job, we play the role that is assigned to us or that we think we should play at our job. When we are at a sports event or when we are competing on a team or when we are um, interviewing someone or when we are at home with our families, In each of the contexts of our life, we are playing these various roles. We are acting the parts, so to speak. Um, And so Goffman said that when we encounter other people in our life, our social interaction, we are playing a role, acting out a part in an attempt to guide and form the impression that we want the other person to make about us. And we do that by acting in a way that is consistent with that impression. So we dress in particular ways. We talk in particular ways and use certain types of language. We do specific things in order to, what? Accomplish the purpose of forming an impression in the other person's mind That we want them to have about us. So here's a perfect example. When I was uh, teaching at the university, I would act in the role of the professor. And I would speak in particular ways, I would dress in particular ways, I would address students in particular ways, I would lecture. In particular ways, I would act out the role of the professor. Now, that role, the role of the professor to me is different than it is for other individuals. So I was a little bit older. So my perspective and my understanding of the professor was a little bit more professional, a little bit more academic. Um, There are other people that think the professor should be a little bit edgy, maybe a little bit more relevant. There are other people that think the professor should be whatever it might be, right? We all have our different understandings. But what the point of it is, is that when we act out the role, we are acting out the role in order to help form the impression that we want the other person to make of us. We have in our mind what... Our expectation of that role is, and we are acting in a way consistent with that expectation in hopes that the other person will adopt that impression of us. So we we do all of these things to try to form impressions in the minds of other people. So in this metaphor, there is an on-stage area. This is what we do when we are appearing before audiences, when we are acting our roles out, the ones that maybe are assigned to us by our boss that are assigned to us, if you will, by our university that are assigned to us by the expectations we have of ourselves, or what we think other people should think about us, right? We we are acting out these roles to present this desired appearance in the onstage area. When we're on stage, we get on stage and we act out these roles, but there's also this backstage area and this is the hidden area private part of our life, where we can drop those roles and be ourselves. Now, some might say that is really the real you. The real you is the one backstage. The real you is the one in private, where you can put down the facades, where you can put down the masks, where you don't have to act consistent with particular roles based on what you think other people should expect of you. Um, However, I think authenticity is not just the real you, but authenticity is when what we are backstage is consistent with who we are on stage. Now, we all have to play various roles and we all have to do things according to our jobs or or the context that we're in or whatever it may be. But authenticity is when the person that we are behind the mask comes out when we're on stage. When our on-stage persona, if you will, matches up with the backstage one. We're not putting on masks. We're not hiding things. But we are letting our real persona come out in the various roles that we have to play in life this is all again using this theatrical metaphor so what does that mean when we talk about the characteristics of authentic people well i think there are 3 that are the most important and when i was thinking about it i'm asking myself the question what 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 characterizes an authentic person. I I know some incredibly authentic people. I I believe they're authentic. And so I asked the question, what is it about them that characterizes or qualifies them as authentic? I'm going to give you three of them. Number one, authentic people are real. You might say, well, no joke, right? Authenticity means real. But, When we think about authentic, we think authentic is not fake, right? It's not fake. An authentic uh, $100 bill is one that's not counterfeit. An authentic painting, when we authenticate a painting, we are doing what? We're making sure that it's not a forgery. We're making sure that it's the original. In the same way, when we are authentic, we are being who we really are when we're backstage. We're not putting on masks. We're not putting on facades. We're not pretending that we're someone uh, someone we're not. We're being real. Now, I want you to think about this in terms of like movie or television roles, and I think there's a difference between the movies, or television, or plays, or or actual drama and theater. And the roles that we have to play in life, because we we all have roles that we have to play in life. Uh, maybe right now you're playing the role of student, right? You're a student. Maybe you're playing the role of boss. Maybe you're playing the role of administrative assistant. Maybe you're playing the role of, you know, sports team member, whatever it may be. Uh, we have roles to play in life, but they're not the same as movie roles. In acting, I'm talking about movie roles. When actors take on and play uh, different characters, when you have a great actor, the characteristic of a great actor is that you do not see the actor in the role. In other words, you lose the persona of the actor in the role that they play. I'm going to give you an example because I think this gentleman is a great actor, Daniel Day-Lewis. He's been considered like one of the greatest actors of our day, a great method actor, um, if you have studied or read anything about him. So when Daniel Day-Lewis plays a role, you don't notice Daniel Day-Lewis. If you've watched The Last of the Mohicans and watched him play Hawkeye, you you don't see Daniel Day-Lewis, you see Hawkeye. If you've watched um, The Gangs of New York, you see him play Billy the Butcher, and, and you were you were to compare Billy the Butcher with Hawkeye, you wouldn't see Daniel Day-Lewis in either one of them, and you wouldn't notice any things that are consistent about those two characters. They're as far away from each other um, almost as possible but you see Billy the Butcher. When you watch Daniel Day-Lewis play Abraham Lincoln, if you haven't watched Lincoln, highly recommended, you see Abraham Lincoln. If you watch There Will Be Blood and you watch him play Daniel Plainview, you just see the incredible talent he has to take on the role and to take on the characteristics of that character. The incredible talent that he possesses immerses you in the character, and you forget the actual person of Daniel Day Lewis. That, to me, is greatness in acting. Now, on the other hand, and I'm not going to name any names, and we all probably know who they are. There are other actors and actresses who just basically play themselves in a different movie or television role. When we see that actor playing a role, we know, oh, that's just fill in the blank here. Playing this part, and then when you see them in another part, it's the same person because it's them. They're not taking on the characteristics of the character. And so, when you go and watch uh, Daniel Day Lewis, you see multitudes of characters that are really well developed and played out. You don't see Daniel Day Lewis when you go and watch these other actors and actresses. You see them in the different characters uh, that they play. Now. And I'm not talking about like cameo appearances here where the actors just go on and play themselves. I'm I'm talking about when uh, they take on a role and really their acting chops, if you will, are not up to par. They just play themselves in that role. Um, So now there's a difference because in the movies, authentic characters are the ones played by great actors. Authentic characters in the movies, the ones where a great actor plays that role and we believe in the character in its Authenticity. In life, however, authenticity means being the real you in all of the roles that you have to play. So it's it's a little bit of an opposite effect there. In movies, the authentic character is when an actor actually plays a character and you don't see the actor. Um, but in life, authenticity is being you in all of the roles that you have to play. It's when your real self comes out in every aspect of your life, including the backstage parts as well. So authentic people are real. They don't try to put on a mask. They don't try to take on the characteristics of someone else in their life. They knew who they are and they're willing to let you see that. Um, inauthentic people have different faces for the different audiences in their lives. They play characters who they feel fit the roles of their life. So to be authentic, you need to be real. Number two, authentic people, when looking at them, they're transparent. What do I mean by that? They allow you to see into who they are. They're open. Transparent people allow you to to a certain extent see through them. So, we all have faults, failures, weaknesses, character flaws if you will. Um when we talk we go back to this theatrical metaphor if you will from Goffman, right? In our backstage areas, those failures, faults and weaknesses Come out, they are a part of who we are, they're a part of our essential aspect of being, if you will. But when we're on stage, we usually hide those things, they get hidden in the role. Authentic people, I think, understand their frailty, their humanity, their weaknesses. They recognize that those challenges that they have to overcome, the struggles that they have in life, are a part of who they are as people. They don't dismiss them away. They don't pretend that those failures and character flaws don't exist, but they're honest with themselves. And that honesty, that transparency, comes out in their life. To be authentic doesn't mean you have to go and broadcast all of your failures to the world. It doesn't mean that you have to stand up on a, on a stool and tell everybody you know, all of your weaknesses and all of your character flaws and all the struggles and things that you have are going through in life. In fact, it doesn't mean that. But it, it, what it does mean is that you can't pretend that those things don't exist. You acknowledge them. And just even in the acknowledgement of that, I think it grounds you a little bit. It contributes to your authenticity. So, in Goffman's work, one of the things he talks about is what's called face work. Now, face work comes from the idea that we do certain things in order to control or present the face, if you will, or mask that we want other people to. To see. So he gets that from the terms like saving face. So, whenever we do something or mess up or we embarrass ourselves, we then enter into a crisis mode. We enter into an effort in order to repair the damage that has been done to our status. We enter into a mode to try to save face, it's face work right? What we do to save face. We do face work when we, in our interactions with other people, when we do things so that we don't lose face in front of other people, right? We are trying, we are trying to preserve our status. We are trying to preserve the role, if you will. This means we don't want to be shame-faced, around other people. We don't want to lose that aspect of our role or that aspect of status that we have. So Facebook describes the actions that we take whenever we are doing things consistent with our face, with the role, with our Status. We do, it, we do this to counteract events or incidents in our life which threaten that status, threaten our appearance, threaten our intended role. Now, we all do this, according to Goffman, it's just a part of our psychological makeup. But I think authenticity means revealing the person behind the mask. Of course, we all try to save face when we screw up. Of course, we try to prevent ourselves from losing face when we're around other people. But being transparent and vulnerable, to a certain extent, is about being your authentic you, being who you are. And you know, the funny thing is, transparent people... Self deprecating people, there's something attractive about them. It's the authenticity. Transparency and vulnerability are qualities that show people that you're a real person, that you're authentic, that you're not putting on a show, that you're not wearing a mask. And, and you know, that transparency, that vulnerability is an endearing quality. It endears people to you. It's, it's, it's maybe a part of charisma. Some of the most charismatic people are also some of the most transparent people. They're real about their shortcomings. Now, again, this doesn't mean uh, to be transparent that you go out and tell everybody where you've blown it, what your failings are, what your weaknesses are. No, it doesn't mean that. It just means being honest and open about them with yourself, and 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 when you're honest and transparent and vulnerable, uh, vulnerable and open with uh, yourself about those areas of weakness, about those areas of struggle, that you know it it provides a little bit of a humility. It provides a little bit of a ground, you know, and and that comes through in who you are. That comes through authentically. So authentic people are real. Authentic people are transparent. And then the last characteristic of truly authentic people, I think, is truly authentic people care. They care about you. When I look at the authentic people in my life, they, they care about me as a person. Now, we all know people who only care about themselves, right? They're a drag to be around, when you're around them, all they want to do is talk about themselves. They only want to tell you what they've done and how great they are. Whenever they listen to you, you know these people, you've experienced them in your own life. You get the sense that when they're listening, it's just they're doing their duty until they can talk about themselves, <laughs> right? They, And some people are called uh, conversational narcissists. A conversational narcissist is a term that refers to an individual who asks you a question, not because they really care about your answer, but because the topic of the question will give them an opportunity to talk about something about themselves. So when they ask you, what did you do over the weekend? They're not really interested in what you did over the weekend, but really they're starting a topic so that they can tell you what they did over the weekend. These people don't care about us. They don't care about you. And I think that type of behavior, conversational narcissism, if you will, is the antithesis of authenticity. Now, you might be able to say, well, that, that's that's who they really are. <laughs> Backstage, uh, they're people that really don't care about anybody but themselves. They're not putting any facades on or putting any masks on when all they care about is themselves. Well, you know, and that may very well be the case, but I think authenticity is not just about um, how real we are with ourselves, but it's also about how we think about other people, how real we are with other people. And at least in my own life, the most truly authentic people that I've experienced are the people that have been genuinely interested in me, that they've asked me about myself, that they've been concerned and care about what I'm doing. Not to say they don't care about themselves or they don't talk about themselves. That's not it at all. But they do have a genuine sense of care and concern for me. And maybe you might say, well, you know, how do we treat our neighbor? I don't know. But, you know, the most inauthentic people are the people that say one thing on one hand and do something else on the other hand. These are hypocrites, right? We say, uh, you hear people say, oh, you need to have tolerance for people who aren't like you. You You need to tolerate and accept people who aren't like you. Well, those people don't practice that for the people who aren't like them. That's hypocrisy. If someone says you need to have tolerance, but they're intolerant of the people who they deem intolerant, isn't that hypocrisy? (laughs) Well, it's funny because the word hypocrite comes from the Greek word Hippocrates, which means an actor or a stage player. So again, we're back to Goffman. Now, you might say maybe authenticity means just having integrity, With yourself. And yes, I agree. Authenticity is being real. Authenticity is when the backstage you comes out on stage. Authenticity is when you are transparent, when you acknowledge your weaknesses, your struggles, the human condition that we all find ourselves in. When you recognize that and you're vulnerable about that or transparent about that, it's authentic. But authenticity is also being concerned about the other people in your life, about being a neighbor to someone, about being genuinely interested in the other people around you that are important to you. And when we do this, I think we're truly living an authentic life well, that's all for today, and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it on social media. I know Facebook has changed the algorithm, so you know it's not getting out there in the ways that it used to. But uh, if you found it beneficial, pass it on. Again, the show notes for this program with the links and how to get involved in the 52-week Essential Skills course can all be found at mindforlife.org slash 054. And... Uh, We'd love for you to join us there as well as joining us in our Facebook Mind for Life Essential Skills group. And you can figure out how to do that online. Hey, go out and live an authentic life today. Be real. Right? Let the backstage you come out. Be transparent. Be vulnerable. Acknowledge your faults and failures, right? Live authentically. Be concerned about other people around you. Care for the people that you really care about and show them. And when you do that, you live authentically. And it's a very, very endearing quality. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.